Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Thanks for listening to the Best Of Heard Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go on a Tuesday with lots and lots developing. Live in L.A., it's The Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, Nick Wright stops by gloating because his Kings beat my Warriors. J-Mac joining us. A lot of people think the Warriors, old guys, precipice of falling off the edge j mac are you <laughs> enjoying soaking bathing in this erosion of a dynasty <laughs> let's not go overboard but i did tell you yesterday warriors are in more trouble than anyone else right now that has a chance to win in the first round i don't i don't see an easy path to victory for them in sacramento the rest well of the world. you know anything worthwhile isn't easy so I never react to Draymond Green news. He got ejected. I roll. Shouldn't have been. Um, he's a defensive catalyst. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, he's the edge the Warriors need. He's the bouncer at the cool nightclub. He's tough. He's relentless. Steve Kerr has told people I know privately. His value at practice, his value on the flight, his value off the floor is even bigger than it is on the floor. I take the good with the bad, and I didn't think it was that bad. Sabonis is a pro wrestler writhing in pain. Oh, my gosh. He's always, oh, please. His dad played in the 90s. Sabonis is a tough guy. His dad was a tough guy. He knows what it's all about, and he grabbed Draymond's foot. Every dynasty's got a tough guy. I grew up in the 1970s. Maurice Lucas of the Blazers. Lonnie Shelton of the Sonics once got robbed at gunpoint, grabbed the guy's wrist and broke it and punched him and knocked him out. Michael Cooper of the Lakers. Look it up, by the way. Lambeer, Rodman. Udonis Haslam for the Heat. Every nightclub needs a bouncer. And most teams that win championships and become dynasties have great offensive players. Who's going to be the tough guy? Who's going to be the annoying guy? They do 30 for 30s on New York Knicks teams that never won a title. Why? Because they were artistic, 
Ah, they couldn't shoot. Even John Starks, a guard, couldn't shoot. But Starks was a tough guy. Anthony Mason was a tough guy. Charles Oakley was a tough guy. We do romanticizing about pro sports all the time. You always complain that the NFL is too soft. The quarterbacks can't even get hit. And we wish the NBA used to be like it was. The NBA used to be really damn physical. Draymond's one of the last guy who was an old-school NBA player. He is a catalyst. He helps passing. He sets screens. Watch the offense. Watch the offense without Draymond Green. It comes to a halt. Who's setting the screens? Who's putting his butt out in his body? So I don't think – I mean, listen, if you look at what people romanticize about, you give them that. Some people just like to complain. Some people are just miserable. Like, this is what 80s basketball was. Draymond's the last vestige of it, and you're complaining about it. I love him. I think he's great. Yes, he works for my podcast company, but the reason I got him is because he's raw and authentic. By the way, Charles Barkley was an enforcer, and everybody loves Charles Barkley. So here is Draymond after the ejection and the guy he got into a tussle with. My leg got grabbed second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I got to land my foot somewhere. And I'm not the most flexible person, so it's not stretching that far. I can only step so far and pulling my leg away. So, it is what it is. What was the explanation they gave? I know they gave him a technical, then obviously you... The explanation was I stumped too hard. What happened in that sequence with Draymond? Let's play a basketball. Look at the fans. This is it, you know. We're here to fight, you know, so... Every time we step on the floor, we're going to give everything for, for our teammates and, and the franchise. Do you have any animosity about what happened there? Oh, uh, no, you know, we're both fighting for the rebound. You know, we found each other. Stuff happened. It's basketball. We got to move on next play. By the way, I saw a story this week. You know who LeBron wants on the team and Anthony Davis? They want Draymond Green. Say what you will. When you're 25 years old, you don't understand. Every great team in my childhood, the Sixers had tough guys. The Sonics, the Blazers, the Bulls, the Lakers, the Pistons. You had to have one. It's like in hockey. Somebody has to protect Gretzky. Somebody has to protect the star. In the NBA, you've got to have an annoyance, a guy that's willing to give his body up. Sabonis is a tough guy. I covered his dad. He knows what the game's all about. You complain about the physicality of basketball. How? We're doing romanticizing 30 for 30s on a Knicks team that couldn't shoot. We're not doing it because they were pretty. We're doing it because they were tough. No problem at all. Thought the ejection was silly. Uh, and I, I cannot believe they'd throw him out of the series. That would be reckless by the commissioner. All right, let, let's talk about this. Uh, you know, I, I've said before, and I've been saying this all season, I don't trust the Sixers. I know they're good, but after Embiid, who do I really trust? Well, playoff James Harden has surfaced through two games, 32% shooting, 15 a game, four and a half turnovers, zero free throws. This is why I don't trust him. Everybody always bangs on Paul George. Oh, playoff Paul. If playoff Paul has a bad shooting night, you get his defense and his rebounding and his length. If Harden has a bad shooting night, I don't even want to get into his defense. On his good nights, he doesn't play it. Zero free throws in two games. Because as we've said for years, I think I was one of the first on this, you don't get the whistle in the playoffs. And so he's not as effective. And that's also coupled with this fact. Harden has always been a nightclub guy, a late night guy, not as committed guy. He's got an in and out of shape guy. That's fine. 
But look at how fast he has eroded. Over the last four years, he has fallen off a cliff. There's a reason LeBron ages well and Brady ages well. Brady won't drink a beer in the season. Brady and LeBron take meticulous care of their body. James Harden never has. We've seen him in and out of shape. Literally, for our radio audience, he's gone from 47.8% shooting to 47 to 40 and this year 32. He's gone from uh, uh, 29 a game to 20 a game to 18 to this year 5. His turnovers have gone from 3.8 to 3 to 4.2 to 4.5. He's aging really, really quickly. You bang on Paul George. He's a layered player. If Paul's not shooting well, and he often does in the playoffs, but if he doesn't, I get a lot of things. And the other thing is, with the Sixers, I love having a star. I love having staff. But what's hurting the Warriors is Jordan Poole's giving them nothing. Wiggins is back off a two-month hiatus. Klay Thompson wasn't very good last night. I love a star. But do you trust Maxie for the Sixers? He's 22. You know I don't trust Harden. Tobias Harris. Some nights he's great. Some nights he disappears. So this team, James Harden now, is a glorified role player with a shoe deal and lots of fashion. That's fine. That's okay. But if you're thinking he's going to be a number two in the playoffs, it's not happening. That's just not what he is anymore. And at this point, if you're relying on Harden in the postseason, shame on you. He's not a layered player. Even Westbrook, who I'm critical of, still brings relentless energy. Westbrook's in impeccable shape. Westbrook is a is a walking Red Bull, as I said yesterday. He, the other night, he couldn't hit anything. Three for 19. His rebounding, his ability to uh, go vertically, uh, bang around with bigger players, guard KD. Westbrook showed layers and layers that he can offer the team when he's not shooting well. So, you know, Charles Barkley, I know that he led the league in assists, but before the game, Charles Barkley, as he often does, nailed it. Listen, man, this is, if they, the Sixers, there's so much pressure on that team right now. And James is the second best player on the team. They're not paying him to lead the league in assists. What? They're not. Why not? They're not. Can you They're not. That's right. Assists are nice. Rebounding, defense, score the ball. Assists are great. All right. And Chris Paul get you assists. Why the Suns lose game one? Chris's offense vanished. You got to score points. These are the best players, the best coaches, the best schemes, the best defenses. I need points. Jason Tatum can give me 11 assists. You know what I'm going to need in the playoff series against Milwaukee? He's got to score 40 twice. If he scored 40 twice and had no assists, I'll sign up for it now. If he never scores over 30 but has double-digit assists, no thanks. Let Jalen pass. Let Marcus pass. Let other. Let Al Horford pass. Stars got to score points because their stars are scoring points. You got to make sure somebody besides Embiid can score points. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Big picture on the Warriors, our reigning NBA dynasty the last nine years, right? Nine, nine, ten years. You can look at it glass half full, they're okay, or glass half empty, they're in trouble. Let's look at glass half full. They just inserted Peyton and Wiggins into the lineup a couple days ago, a couple games ago. They're a little choppy, a little out of rhythm offensively. Give them another couple days. Let them go back home. Also, Sacramento's a tough place to play. They've been in both these games with two minute and a half to go. Uh, The Warriors' defense, you could look at it this way, is holding Sacramento to about 45 to 45.5% shooting. They shot closer to 50% during the season. And, by the way, the Warriors have never shot this bad. They're shooting 32% from three. They led the NBA in three-point shooting. They're awful. Or you could look at it glass half empty. There's a reason they're shooting so poorly. Because Sacramento's all over them. The refs are in the playoffs, give you the whistle, and they've disrupted the offense. You could also say Jordan Poole is too inconsistent, too frenetic, too immature, and the team no longer trusts him. You could say Golden State was awful on the road in the regular season. What's changed? You could say Draymond Green may get kicked out for an entire game in the series. Glass half full, glass half empty. My guess is the Warriors win the next two at home, one of them comfortably. We're even going back to Sacramento. And Wiggins and Gary Payton, with more time in the rotation, evens it out, not quite as turnover-prone and sloppy. But we are watching in a dynasty age in real time. I mean, Clay Thompson now, not the defender he used to be. That was a big part of his game. Steph Curry limps at least once every game. Uh, the young guys aren't ready to take the baton yet. Again, Jordan Poole's too immature. Kaminga's too inconsistent. Moses Moody, 
Not sure he's just ever going to be a starter. So it, it reminds me a little bit of the Patriots at the end when a lot of intellectual capital left the room and guys got older. You know, Brady left, Josh McDaniel, Dante Skarnecchia, you know, and all of a sudden guys get older. You miss on a couple of drafts. You know, the, the Warriors had James Wiseman. They let him go. Everybody's getting older. Clay is in his 30s. Steph's in his mid-30s. Draymond's in his mid-30s. We're watching it in real time. It feels a little bit like a baseball dynasty where you make two or three straight long playoff runs in baseball, and then you come back outside of the, you know, after another spring, and nobody has their fastball. Everybody's got fewer fastballs. Used to have 20 a game. Now it's down to six for your aces. And I, I kind of feel like we're watching it in real time. Um, and I also think a big part of this is uh, Sacramento is a lot of what Golden State is, but younger. They can go real physical. Golden State was always a much better defensive team than they got credit for. Last year, we talked about the Celtics D. It was the Warriors D in the finals that shut down Boston. So Sacramento, we talk about their offense, but they've been very physical, and Steve Kerr noted that after last night's loss. They played better than we did down the stretch. I thought uh, they were more physical tonight. Um, they, it was an incredibly physical game. Um, really, really, um, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of physicality, not not much movement, not much freedom of movement out there. So uh, they were the aggressors, and I thought, um, you know, they they benefited from being the aggressors. Uh, by the way, now you go back to the Bay. You go home for Golden State. Now they'll probably get a little bit of the whistle. We talked about this series was going to get a little choppy and physical and feisty because the Kings and the Warriors, the proximity is so close, right? There's a lot of Bay Area fans, Warrior fans around Sacramento, vice versa. There's a lot of fans here. It's going to get feisty. It's going to get physical. It's just been the Kings have been the more physical team. Warriors don't complain about it. Warriors can get chippy too, but the Kings have been the more physical team, and that's why Golden State's three-point shooting has been awful. It'll get better at home. They'll get a couple of home whistles. My guess, glass half full, the Warriors will even it up. But this is an old Warrior team that was bad on the road and played a lot of basketball last year when everybody else was resting. They were in highly physical series. It's what makes the NBA fun. Not sure how it's going to end. Picked Golden State in six. Not feeling great about the six as of this morning. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. I saw this story. Uh, Jamison Hensley, uh, I think, covers the Ravens a lot. He said, Jalen Hurts' five-year contract extension with Philly looks very similar to the offer Lamar Jackson turned down in September which was reported by Schefter and Mort, Chris Mortensen, you know, at the time. So Hertz was offered 255, Jackson was offered 250. The guaranteed money for Hertz was 179, the guaranteed money for Jackson was 175. And Lamar turned it down and Hertz signed it. And everybody get that this morning. I don't care about trophy rooms. Nobody cares. Hertz is better. He's healthier, he's still ascending, and I think Actually, he's got better leadership intangibles, and he's quiet. He's a grown-up. Jalen Hurts is getting better every year. Just went toe-to-toe with Mahomes in a Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson has been fading since his MVP. And with Jalen Hurts, and this matters a lot, and I've said it, and I've never been wrong on this, noisy quarterbacks 
eventually are trouble. Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. They get noisy. Jay Cutler at the end got real noisy. You know who's not noisy? Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen. They're not noisy. It matters. Baker Mayfield has to win the press conference every Wednesday. Doesn't work. I said it. You argued. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Got to be funny. How about being a grown-up? So Jalen Hurts, I mean, you will start, a team will embody what the quarterback is. And here's a great example. When you think Kansas City, they're fun, they're loose, they're clever. That's Mahomes. Cincinnati, got kind of a quiet swagger. That's Burrow. That's Burrow. Uh, There's a toughness, a physicality to the Bills. That's Josh Allen. And there is in Philadelphia... An all-business, head-down, football-matters-most mentality. That's Jalen Hurts. This was a hot-and-cold franchise with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a hot-and-cold personality and quarterback. Since Jalen Hurts arrived, football, focus, 24-7, all-business. That is Jalen Hurts. You become, you emulate your quarterback. You become part of their personality. And so Baltimore last year, what have they become in the last year with Lamar Jackson? Noisy, unconventional, not sure what you're getting week to week. So if the story is true and Mort and Schefter are highly accurate, I know both. Basically, they were offered the same deal. Jalen Hurts figured it out. I'll take a little bit less and win football games. And I would take Jalen Hurts today. Now, I said this yesterday, and I've said this before. J-Mac and I agreed yesterday. I would have loved to have seen another year with Jalen Hurts without Shane Steich and the brilliant offensive coordinator. But, you know, timing in life, because he was drafted in the second round, Philadelphia's like, well, we got to make a decision here pretty quick. Let's just get it wrapped up. I don't think it's a bad decision. I thought they would probably want another year. But... If Lamar was offered the same deal, once again, I have question marks about Lamar Jackson's judgment. This is a really good contract. You're set for life. Your family, your friends, you're set for life. Hurts got it. Now he can get all that money stuff out of the way and concentrate on football. Lamar Jackson is suddenly obsessed with Deshaun Watson's contract. Judgment matters for that position. And so I was thinking about this um, watching the Warriors last night. And I gave this some thought. So, so we saw a 20-year, it was two like eight-year dynasties, right? Like with the Patriots. But the Patriots were, I never thought the most talented team, but they were the smartest, the most efficient, the most strategic. And I don't think the Warriors dynasty, they've always been the most talented team. They've never had like a dominating guy. Uh, you know, their star doesn't, not a great defender staff. Uh, sometimes they've had a bench, sometimes not as much. Uh, This year has been hot and cold, bad on the road. They've never had a dominant scoring big. But I think they've been the smartest, like New England, the most strategic and the most adaptable. The Patriots and the Warriors are sort of a thinking man's dynasty. And But but in New England, what happened? Uh, Josh McDaniels, Dante Skarnecchia, Tom Brady left. A lot of intellectual capital left the building. And then Bill is kind of tone deaf to offense, and suddenly they're not very good. And now Kansas City, the the Chiefs, 
as the league has pivoted to offense. Who's the smartest team in the league now? The most strategic. It's Kansas City with Mahomes and Andy Reid and Brett Veach. They're the ones now that use Juju Smith-Schuster for a year and then let New England overpay. Tyreek Hill, bye-bye. Let's get draft picks and 10 rookies play. So as New England, I believe, as the league has changed, old New England has been supplanted as the smartest team in the league by the Chiefs. So is Sacramento got a little Kansas City Chiefs going on here? Mike Brown comes from the Warriors. Uh, their general manager taught under Daryl Morey. Also, high IQ players. Harrison Barnes, quiet, understated, high IQ. De'Aaron Fox, by the way, has been on this show multiple times. Really bright. Sabonis, dad played in the NBA. So you've got a GM who learned under one of the smartest analytic guys in the league, Daryl Morey. You've got a coach who's been around LeBron James. He's been around the Warriors and their functionality. And now you've got a highly efficient team. And De'Aaron Fox has a little Mahomes. Late in games, best in the league. De'Aaron Fox was the best fourth quarter closer in the NBA. Best guard, ball in his hands, point guard in the NBA fourth quarter. Who's the best quarterback in the NFL fourth quarter? It was Elway growing up, and now it's Mahomes. And so I, I, I think Sacramento's got some qualities that remind me a lot of the Chiefs and the Warriors, whereas they're great offensively, but now you're seeing them in a series, and they're getting physical and pushing the Warriors around. And we talk about Kansas City's offense, but when you watch them in big games, it's like Steve Spagnola. they get a pass rush, nobody can block Chris Jones. They're always a little better situationally, defensively than you think. And I think Sacramento's got some real qualities here that you see in dynasties. Really smart upstairs, uh, a coach who comes from a winning organization, your point guard is not out of control. Like sometimes Westbrook's out of control and Kyrie's moody. De'Aaron Fox, baller, intelligent, great late. No nonsense, no drama. Like, there's a lot here with Sacramento to like. They got a banger inside in Sabonis. They got smart, understated veterans. They have drafted and developed a couple of players very, very well that can play on the defensive end. They've got their Mahomes. They've got their star. They've got their Curry. A really smart leader. Gets them in and out of trouble. Great late. There's a lot of things here with Sacramento that are fundamentally what dynasties start to look like a couple of years before they become dynasties. Even Steve Kerr admitted this offensive showcase was the more physical team last night. They played better than we did down the stretch. I thought uh, they were more physical tonight. Um, they, it was an incredibly physical game. Um, really, really, um, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of physicality, not not much movement, not much freedom of movement out there. So uh, they were the aggressors, and I thought, um, you know, they they benefited from being the aggressors. I'm not saying the Kings are going to be a, a dynasty, but in my lifetime, I've said this in the NBA, intelligence is so underrated. It's always about, you know, who's got the handles and who can jump. You go back and look at that Heatles team. Battier, Wade, Haslam, LeBron, Ray Allen. It's one of the smartest teams ever assembled. Warriors team, one of the smartest teams ever assembled. Shaq's on TV. Kobe won an Oscar. Uh, Derek Fisher. 
that those Laker teams, a lot of brain power. You go back and look at the tough guy Pistons. Lambeer became a coach. Mahorn was Mahorn a coach. Joe Dumars, a lot of guys, Isaiah, a lot of guys became coaches, analysts, executives. Uh, you start looking around at the NBA, and when these dynasties are just starting to form, do they have a tough guy? They do. Do they have a great closer and a really smart, understated offensive guy who doesn't need the drama, doesn't care about shoe deals? He's all business. They've got De'Aaron Fox. You know, it took, never forget, it took Steph Curry a couple of years to find his right running mate. From the time he went to Davidson to the time he got to the finals was like eight years. Is this De'Aaron Fox's like fifth year in the league? Now he's starting to get some running mates. Now the GM under Daryl Morey, the analytics, he's starting to get help. But you watch him play the Warriors, and they're outsmarting him, and they're out, out-toughing him. Like that's, that, it's not like they're just flying over him, and it's like, no, they're, they're more physical. They're better late in games. They're brain power. They're manipulating Golden State late. That's what dynasties look like. Now you just got to draft and develop and get De'Aaron Fox another elite level score. Find him a Clay Thompson. It's not easy, but it's they, they, they've got some things, as you've been on this now for about six months, they got a couple of things you look at and you're like, brain power wins championships. The Patriots were never the most talented team. I love Fox coming out of college. Colin, I'm going to ask you a tough question about current NBA point guards. Who would you rather have? Okay, don't I know recency bias because Fox played last night, but the media and the fans love John Morant. Would you take oh, John no, no, Morant? No, 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 De'Aaron Fox. Okay, just want to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of John Morant fanboys out no, there. Dr- oh, he can fly through the He's air. He's 174 pounds, hurt a lot, and some drama that worries me. That's, some that, drama? That, that's not even close. That's De'Aaron Fox. Okay. I thought you were going to go Donovan Mitchell. That's a little tougher. Ooh, that's a tougher. That's a little tougher. Yeah. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Phoenix beat the Clippers in game one. A very much a surprise. I thought the Suns were very lethargic, but I got to give credit and love to Ty Lu. He manages egos as well as anybody in this sport. So this Clipper team now has confrontational Westbrook and nonverbal Kawhi Leonard, and they knock off the Suns. He did this as a player. He was between Kobe and Shaq. Uh, He did this in Cleveland where he had to manage uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, LeBron James. I think J.R. Smith may have been mixed in there. Um, He is yet, Ty Lue has yet to get like what you would call a normal gig. (laughs) You know, it's the Lakers, Shaq, and Kobe. That was combustible. Then it's Kyrie and LeBron and J.R. Smith. And, And by the way, his first year with the Clippers. Go back to his first year with the Clippers. Remember, Doc was the coach. He was the assistant. And it was the COVID year, and it, he ends up becoming uh, Lemon Pepper Lou Williams. <laughs> and the team totally unravels psychologically in the bubble. So this guy, he has done it, and, and he did it as a player. He got multiple titles as a player in L.A. a couple. He got one in Cleveland as a coach. And, I mean, he last year, Kawhi Leonard didn't play, and Paul George only played like 30 games. And they, and they still were like a 500 team. And he also has gotten the Clippers to the Western Conference Final. I, don't, I think that's the only person that's ever done that. So, um, I, I, you know, you got to give Ty Lue. There is a real art. I have somebody in my life that's great at this. They just manage egos and confrontation and dysfunction. And this person I've known for about 15 years, he is just great at this. Uh, he, he's got a very, very interesting background. And he's done a lot of things. He's worked sort of working class into big, big jobs. And he's just got a, an ability to r- juggle a lot of personalities. Ty Lu is a great basketball coach. And the NBA is different than the NFL. The NFL's got a hard cap. They'll cut the greatest players. In the NBA, players make more money at times on shoe deals than team deals. Now they have social media influences. There's, and this is a star-driven league. It's like international soccer. So you're going to get, and unlike football, where a guy comes into the league at 24, he may be married. You know, NBA, you get guys right out of high school. So it's hard to coach in the NBA. I have a friend in the NBA who always said, coaching in the NBA is the worst great job in America. It's a lot of balls to juggle. And Ty Lue is spectacular at it. He has become one of those people. He'd be a great agent. You got the network over here. You got the egomaniac diva over there. They're trying to get a contract. Ty Lue would step in and make everybody get along. That is a great quality, and he is fantastic at it. Steve Kerr, Eric Spolstra are another couple guys who are really good at that, and it's a big part of the NBA. You're dealing with kids. I mean... Baby today, you didn't go to college, go right to the NBA, and they have to play with like Draymond Green and Steph and Clay and all these veteran guys. So he's making Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard work, and that ain't easy. That is not easy.
Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, 7 days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Nick Wright joining us, co-host First Things First. Oh boy, oh boy. I know you didn't want to talk to me today, Colin. Oh, I, you know what? I respect you for not canceling this appearance. <laughs> I do. I thought I might get the old tap on the shoulder. Like, you know, Colin's, you know, Colin's really going to dive into his latest mock draft. <laughs> we think maybe we'll do next week. But it's great to see you. What do you so, want to talk about? Well, let, let's start with this. Because I had a Chiefs reference uh-huh. earlier, which I'll circle back to. And I think you'll like it. Sure. But let me start with this. We do 30 for 30s romanticizing the Knicks, a team that couldn't shoot and never won a title. And I'm, I'm told how great they are. Draymond Green is one of the last vestiges of 80s basketball. The Blazers had Maurice Lucas. My Sonics had Lonnie Shelton. Michael Cooper, Lambeer, Rodman, Draymond. You can't get kicked out of a game for that. It's a bonus as a pro can't wrestler. I mean, no, I mean, he, he, you're not serious. I'm totally you're not serious. serious. I thought you were going to ask whether or not he should be suspended well, he can't for the be, next one. You can't suspend him for the next one. And the answer to that is obviously yes. Colin, what is, the NBA suspended Patrick Beverly three games for pushing DeAndre Ayton. They suspended Thanasis one game for a headbutt to Blake Griffin that was so vicious, Blake laughed about it while it was happening. This is not the 80s NBA. This is not the 90s NBA. And by the way, the romanticization of the New York Knicks had nothing to do with anything other than trying to enhance Michael Jordan's legacy, but that's neither here nor there. Colin, he went full Stone Cold Steve Austin on a player. He then he, uh, did that with the crowd, and then after the game, he removed any type of plausible deniability, like, what? what do you want me to do? I don't know, buddy. Not stomp the guy in the chest. How about that? Like, Colin, this season started with Draymond punching a teammate. It is now going to end with him stomping on the chest of an opponent. And that is then going to bring us to what is the more interesting question. Because whether he is suspended or not, the Warriors, as I told you, are losing this series. And then are the Warriors going to, if Draymond opts out, give him $100 million into his mid to late 30s? I say no. And so my, I've been saying this for two weeks, and I think all of a sudden people are starting to wonder if it's accurate. I think Draymond's last game with the Warriors is coming up in the next 10 to 12 days, depending on how long they can extend this series. And I think at this point, is the juice... Worth the squeeze. One of the greatest defensive players ever. I think he should have three Defensive Player of the Year awards. He is, in my opinion, not Clay. He is the second most important piece of that dynasty. But if he can't bring the intensity in the regular season, if he can't lead the team because he slugged a guy, and if in the postseason, with the seven quarters in, he's already getting kicked out and you're down 0-2 of a winnable game in a winnable series... Some tough decisions for the, your friends in the Bay Area. Sorry, I know he's your guy and I love you, but that's how I see this playing out. I want to. I want to. I, I got two or three things I want to talk about. So I want to. I want to go yeah. to the Kevin Durant Suns thing. So he didn't lose sure. a regular season game since November, and yet he's lost seven straight playoff games. And I've seen guys yeah. like Westbrook and Beverly, small players but pesky and physical, get in his grill and throw him off his game, and he usually 
couple games later, figures it out, and then goes crazy. But it is an interesting dynamic here as I watch the Suns. Monty Williams didn't call timeouts. Chris Paul didn't get him the ball. Devin Booker's arguing with officials. Um, there, There is a component to Kevin Durant, as much as I love him, is that Michael would have demanded the ball, LeBron would have demanded it, D. Wade would have demanded it, Shaq would have demanded it. There's no way they would have one shot with 6.30 to go. It just would not have happened. There's kind of a... There's something about KD that he can go passive if he gets pushed around. Like, is that so, a fair criticism? So, well, it. I think it's fair. I also think it's not even always a criticism in this regard. What does everyone say? And I think Chris Broussard's the one who has said, maybe said it the first, or certainly he says it a lot, so I'll give him credit, about Kevin Durant in a positive sense. The most malleable superstar ever. Drop Kevin Durant into any basketball situation, and he enhances it and he fits. But that is one of the reasons why he can at times disappear because it is not his nature to simply demand the offense run through him. Unless, of course, like, listen, the last playoff game he won, Colin, I was in attendance for. Game five against the Bucs two years ago in round two. I think it's the finest game of his career. That game, Kyrie was out hurt and Harden played, but not really. He was coming off the hamstring. The Nets had no choice but to run everything through him. He played all 48 minutes, had 48, 17, and 10, and then Steve Nash bear-hugged him at the end of it. That game, there was no choice. Everything must run through Kevin. But with CP3 out there and Devin Booker out there, I think he was fine with seeing how it played out and it didn't come up his way. So I'm not going to kill him for that at all, and I would be shocked. I'd be shocked if the Clippers without Paul George win this series. I think the bigger story is this, Colin. The Suns might just not be good enough. They have no one on their bench they trust. They are already playing Durant 45 minutes in a playoff game. Chris Paul has moved to a now much different phase of his career. And all of a sudden, it's okay. Durant and Booker are going to need to get us 65 points minimum between the two of them for us to win games. And that, I think, will be enough to beat the Clippers. It might be enough, might be enough to beat the Nuggets. But it ain't going to be enough to beat the Lakers. And you laughed at me, Colin, but oh, everything's coming up, LeBron, isn't it, in the Western <laughs> Conference? And I'm sure we'll talk about it, but I, I don't think the Suns can win four rounds with this roster. Okay, I don't. I'm, I'm going to go to James Harden, then we'll circle back to LeBron. So one sure. of the things I worry about you is I eat blueberries and cantaloupe all day, and, and I work out every day, oh, yeah. and so that's why I'm aging well. Yeah. You are a little bit of a party guy. You do not work out, and sometimes yeah. you smoke cigarettes, and I worry about how, what's going to look like in 50 years. Be that as it may, this is why it goes to Harden. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Harden closed the club. In shape, out of shape. He's fallen off a cliff physically. He just didn't take care of himself. Yeah. And you watch him now, and you watch LeBron age. You watch Kobe age. It's like Brady. There's a reason they aged Steph. well. Steph. Steph's 35, yeah. yeah. Harden is now a role player with a shoe line that is a liability, I think, to some degree in the playoffs. He doesn't even get to the free throw line. Is that as much as you like Philly, isn't it reasonable to say is not everybody ages well 
and you how you treat your body and yourself is how your body will treat you in later years. All right. This is, aside from the totally unnecessary drive-by <laughs> personal attack you started that with, but I suppose that was your way of, you know, your way of getting back at me for my Draymond commentary, so I suppose I had it coming. I think everything you said there is correct. And here's the deal for Harden. Despite shutting down the clubs, despite having literally his jersey retired in a Houston gentleman's club within six months of arriving in Houston, back when I was in Houston, yeah. and I broke that story actually once <laughs> upon a time nine years you ago were on there, local probably. radio. That's yeah. a true story. I was there. Yeah. I saw it in the rafters. Right. Again, I was a young man's different time, Colin. Uh, he used to be the most durable guy in the league. He would, he would play 38 minutes a night for Houston, play 81 games a year. And he did seem to wear down come the postseason, but injuries were not an issue. And then he suffered that hamstring injury at the, in the play, right before the playoffs his first year in Brooklyn. And since then, he has not, for extended stretches, seemed to be able to be totally right. Yeah. Now, this year, I thought he was excellent. Until he hurt the Achilles. He led the league in assists. But then at the end of the season, he hurts the Achilles. You add to it that even a healthy James Harden has a playoff resume that is blotted by a lot of two for 11, yep. nine turnovers. And yes, that is co deeply concerning for Philly. The reason I still have confidence in Philly is this. I saw Joel Embiid last night. Not only take what the defense was giving him, but in the fourth quarter, he got the ball in the elbow, surveyed the defense, took one dribble to the rim dunk. The very next possession, got the ball in the exact same spot, surveyed the defense, took one dribble the other direction, reverse pivot, turn around, fade away, jump shot, perfect. I watched that and I said, I think there's only one other center in my life yeah. that could have done those two exact plays back-to-back, -back, and it's Akeem Olajuwon. And I watched Akeem Olajuwon once upon a time win a title, yeah. win one title without another Hall of Famer alongside him, and then win a second title with another Hall of Famer at a different part of his career alongside him. I like Philly because I think that this is Embiid's moment, and I like the overall depth of yeah. roster. I don't like Philly because I think they have a great second star because I'm not certain come the postseason they do have that. All right, so LeBron and the Lakers, let's just say this. Factually, yeah, Memphis yeah. is injury-ravaged. Uh, they're falling apart. Oh. Uh, that said, uh, Rob Palenka at the deadline – made this team longer, younger, more athletic, and more shooters. I don't think D'Angelo Russell's here forever, but Reeves and LeBron fit. Um, and AD, whatever happened, has literally finally in his career said, I'm going to play through injuries, I'm going to play hurt, and I'm going to dominate. And I will say, if that continues, they're pretty interesting. They're kind oh, of interesting. you think? You think you laughed at me. You, I don't, you know, I don't forget, Colin, you and J-Mac laughed at me two weeks ago when I said the Lakers were winning the West. Here's what I know. LeBron James and Anthony Davis have now, when healthy, played 22 playoff games in the Western Conference. 
They are 17-5 and five in those games. I know that I have seen, you're talking about the Grizzlies being ravaged by injury. The Lakers were not able to defend their title because Anthony Davis got hurt and because LeBron James, Solomon Hill did a somersault into his ankle and damn near broke it and he was injured. Last year, they dealt with injuries. Injuries are a part of the postseason and the injuries could bite the Lakers. But as this roster is right now, the entire Western Conference had to watch game one against the Grizzlies and say, uh-oh. That was the Le- vintage LeBron James feel-out game. Game one, I'm not even going to move it out of second gear except for a couple times. I'm going to find shooters. I'm going to take threes. I'm going to survey what the other team's doing. And they ran away and hid from Memphis. And now all of a sudden, with Ja, I expect he'll probably play, but I doubt how effective he'll be in game two. If they can get up 2-0 on Memphis, and Memphis just feels like, ah, not our season, and if they can get some rest, and then in the next round, they are either going to be playing a Warriors team that will be coming off a seven-game war in Sacramento, or a Kings team that will be coming off the greatest moment for every single one of those players' professional basketball lives, except for, I suppose, Harrison Barnes, and the emotional letdown of of, then all of a sudden you're playing the Lakers, and by the way, the Kings' issue defensively all year has been you can't stop teams from getting to the rim. The Warriors haven't been able to exploit it because they don't go to the rim. The Lakers do. All of a sudden, they are smooth sailing to the conference finals. And then in the conference finals, you're dealing with a Denver Phoenix winner. I assume that would be Phoenix, but I told you I don't trust that team's depth. This is all shaping up for LeBron James oh boy. in year 20. Yeah. My goodness. The same year he breaks Kareem's record, he leads a team to a title. Forget the greatest player ever. They might have to name the championship trophy after him. Sorry, Larry (laughs) O'Brien. I'm just telling you, that's where this train is headed. And maybe, if I'm wrong about the Sixers, we get a Lakers-Celtics NBA Finals. Oh, boy. You know, the the two most storied franchises, a team that LeBron James has owned for, let me check the records, oh, yeah, a decade straight. Oh, that'd be something. That'd be something coming down those tracks, (laughs) Colin Cowherd. Okay. So... This could be, you know, they have uh, confirmation bias and recency bias. This could be personality bias. I go to bed very early. I'm boring. I like my quarterbacks to be presidential and boring. I do. Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert. No drama. Aaron Rodgers wears me out. Kyler Murray wears me out. Lamar Jackson, who I've always been a fan of, is starting to wear me out. A story today comes out. Lamar was offered the same contract Jalen Hurts just signed. Hurts is like, let's do it, get back to football. Lamar turned it down. I am, I mean, again, maybe this is personality bias. When it comes to quarterbacks, I'm not into noise and drama. I'm over it. And I am close to saying if they were offered the same deal, and Lamar, who this morning I would take Jalen Hurts over Lamar, I would. You're getting to a point with Lamar Jackson is I'm, I'm moving out of the Lamar Jackson club to, like, let him go. Your thoughts? Well, listen, I think I, I, I think I partially agree with you. Here's what I think. I think Lamar should call the Ravens and say, I'll take the exact deal Jalen Hurts just signed. Sounds fair. He's, he's been to a Super Bowl. I haven't. 
I've won an MVP. He hasn't. He's had one excellent season. I've had, at a minimum, two excellent seasons. He's, you know, he, you are, he's taking a bit of a discount, if you will, because he's getting the early security, not having reached free agency. I have reached free agency. I'm like, you, that is a fair contract. The one that Jalen just signed. And if Lamar can still get it, I think he should take it. I think he should go get that exact contract if that is still available to him. And I think it'd be in the Ravens' best interest because that team stinks when Lamar Jackson doesn't play. People can say whatever his flaws are. They score 10 less points per game when he doesn't play. But if I may just for a moment tell you what my reaction to the Jalen Hurts contract non-Lamar category was this. Right now, Colin, there is a bigger gap between the salary of the highest-paid quarterback in the league and Patrick Mahomes' salary then there is a gap between Patrick Mahomes' salary and Daniel Jones's salary. Wow. When Herbert and Burrow get their new deals, even if Lamar doesn't get signed, Mahomes will be the seventh highest paid quarterback I like in that. football with eight years left on his deal. Oh, you bet your tail feathers I like that. <laughs> I like it too, Colin. You know what? It smells like a dynasty to me is what it smells like. We got the most talented player ever, and by the start of next season, he's going to be the 10th highest paid player in the league, and he's going to be locked up longer than anybody. Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) They're not going to be able to print up enough banners for what we're going to be doing on First Things First these next few years. How is anyone going to compete? How are you going to compete with the Chiefs if Mahomes is making in three years below league average quarterback money? Because yeah. that's where this train is going. Daniel Jones is worth 40. Mahomes only worth 45. Jalen worth 51. Okay. Works for me. I'm happy for Jalen. That works for me. By the way, one little quick ad. I thought it was an egregious waste of energy in California, and Gavin Newsom should step in for light the beam. That seems like to me it's a big waste oh. of energy. Oh, but whatever. You're talking about you want well, Governor Hockle here in New York <laughs> is might have to step in as well because the beam we're going to light to start first things first today. Oh, you're going to be able to see it from California. <laughs> oh, it's great, Colin. Can you remember the last time I went out on one of these limbs and was wrong? I can't. I gave you, I mean, I mean, I gave you the Kings. I gave you the Prince that was promised. The Chiefs when they were dead in the water. My goodness. It's been quite a hot streak, my <laughs> friend. I got to tell you. And we are going to revel in it on First Things First today. I know. Well, enjoy it because as we discussed earlier, it, I don't know how long you're going to last with your crazy lifestyle. So I want you to enjoy every last. I was out gambling <laughs> till <laughs> 3 in the morning last night. I know you were. That's a true story. I know it is. And, I got, and then I did the podcast, talk to you, do the show. Hey, man, you only live once. Let's go. Let's see. Let, let's go. Let, let, let's get as much out of this life as you can. Eight, I'll eight, talk to you later. Eight forty. I was in bed. He's a, he's gambling. Uh, Nick Wright. Yeah. I love him, my Same. friend. Uh, first things first. After the show. Open a limited time eleven month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At five point two five percent APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org/cb for details. Offer expires May thirty first, twenty twenty four. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. Five hundred dollars minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, 
LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.